0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 450. Nothing more than that, I've heard tell of poets who need certain extravagancies to aid them in their compositions. He made an inarticulate gesture, a specific type of drink or scenery. I've heard of a poet quite famous in Renair who has a trunk of rotting apples he keeps close at hand. Whenever his inspiration fails him, he opens it and breathes the fumes they emit. I laughed. I am a musician, your grace. Leave the poets to their superstitious bone rattling. All I need is my instrument, two good hands, and a knowledge of my subject. The idea seemed to trouble Alveron. Nothing to aid your inspiration? I would have your leave to freely wander the estate and severn low, according to my will, your grace. Of course. I gave an easy shrug. In that case, I have everything I need for inspiration within easy reach. I had barely set foot on Tinnery Street when I saw her. With all the fruitless searching I had done over the last several months, it seemed odd that I should find her so easily now. Denna moved through the crowd with slow grace. Not the stiffness that passed for grace in courtly settings, but a natural leisure of movement. A cat does not think of stretching. It stretches. But a tree does not even do this. A tree simply sways without the effort of moving itself. That is how she moved. I caught up to her as quickly as I could, without attracting her attention. "'Excuse me, miss,' she turned. Her face brightened at the sight of me. Yes? I would never normally approach a woman in this way, but I couldn't help but notice that you have the eyes of a lady I was once desperately in love with. What a shame to love only once, she said, showing her white teeth in a wicked smile. I've heard some men can manage twice or even more. I ignored her jibe. I am... Only a fool once. Never will I love again. Her expression turned soft, and she laid her hand lightly on my arm. You poor man. She must have hurt you terribly. Struth, she wounded me more ways than one. But such things are to be expected. She said matter-of-factly. How could a woman help but love a man so striking as yourself? I know not. I said modestly, but I think she must not, for she caught me with an easy smile, then stole away without a word, like dew in dawn's pale light. And that's the page. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. These two are such hams. Oh my god! It's like watching you and Nick like do a bit from a movie.
1: But it's so romantic. Oh my god! It's I not. am swooning reading it. I mean, okay, it.
0: fine. I like. I guess.
1: No, like, it—it it is romantic. Like, they are flirting hard with each other. And it's, like, it's romantic because it's also very sad, I think. Because, like, this is the closest either of them can bring themselves to get to telling each other how they feel. Right?
0: I understand how that is how it is meant to be read. That is just not how I read it initially.
1: <laughs> how did you read it?
0: I read it as them being hams and, like, being silly.
1: I mean, they are. They are. And I think that it speaks to the connection that they have that he comes up to her pretending that he doesn't know her and immediately she like picks up what he's doing and starts doing the same thing.
0: I mean, it is very funny. I appreciate it as a reader because it's comedic. I'm not sure that I necessarily see it as sad and romantic the way that you do, but I do understand how it might be read that way. Perhaps I just shouldn't read romance novels.
1: Yeah, probably not.
0: I just, I don't understand them, apparently.
1: I mean, How is it
0: that I am married and yet do not understand romance?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I also think that romance is very subjective. It's very much the eye of the beholder. What one person is going to think is romantic, another one is not. But to me, two people who have not told each other how they feel because they're both kind of like, Traumatized people who don't really know how to do that and who also don't want to frighten the other person away have found despite those issues, they're both on some level really in tune with the other person and both very clever and um, I don't know, intuitive. And so they can both fall into this, this pattern that is at once incredibly like cliche and like kind of over the top. But it also allows them to actually express what they really feel because they have this cover of "we are pretending, we are both doing a bit," but the the, the feelings that underlie that bit are actually true. But but they both have like plausible deniability.
0: Okay, I right? will I will come down from my regular fence and and agree with this
1: because both is seems reasonable desperately in love with her and she does have the eyes of a lady he was desperately in love with.
0: I mean, he is desperately in love with.
1: Yeah, that's my point.
0: Oh, I see. Well, he used the past tense. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (sighs) What? (laughs) Never mind. Um, I also think it's interesting that they use a a so old-fashioned as to be like like humorous oath from our world. Uh, And like, I feel like that's the only time it appears in both of these books. Which one? When, when he says Struth, she wounded me in more ways than one. Struth means God's truth.
0: Oh, I had no idea. I thought he was just like slurring a bit.
1: Yeah, no. So, you know, and you will also see in certain older, uh, novels and and other fictions from our world, people will say Struth as kind of like a mild oath. It's It comes from the same place as like Zunes, which means God's wounds. But like they're so old fashioned and reflective of a certain class position that the speaker would have that they aren't really used anymore because they're kind of silly. But I think it you know, it's all part of Rothfuss's excellent world building that he's established that in this world there is like a religion that worships one God, and that God, like Christ, did suffer, and so it's kind of easier for him to get away with saying things like "God damn it," "God's wounds," "God's truth."
0: I see. Yeah, that makes sense because Taylor's monotheistic, like the monotheistic Yeah,
1: exactly. Know, he's
0: monotheistic. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And- I d- I mean, I didn't know that about Struth, so I guess that is a fun learning for me. Mm-hmm.
1: That's where it, that's where it comes from.
0: Hopefully but, also a fun learning for some of our listeners.
1: Let's hope. I also think that it is a clever bit of business where the mayor is saying like look, I hear that you weird artist needs all kind of crazy stuff to get in touch with the muse. You need, you know, you need to have all a, these a
0: box of rotting apples.
1: Yeah, all this <laughs> weird crap. And Kfoth says, no, no, no. Those are all like, you know, flim flammers and poets. I just need, uh, instrument, two good hands and a knowledge of my subject. Um, and all he needs for inspiration is to be able to wander the estates and sever and so low. So that
0: he can see dinner. Right. Because of and course, Dana's when he's going,
1: music. when he's going to be writing love songs, uh, about Melowin Lackless, he's not actually gonna be writing them about Melowin and Lack- Lackless, someone that he doesn't really care about and I think as we're going to come to see, doesn't like all that much. He's writing them about Dena. Yep. Right? And that's the inspiration that he needs.
0: Very well. I agree with that. Also and is that- Oh sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just gonna say, is that any less legitimate a form of extravagancy to aid in his composition? than having to have a specific type of drink or scenery in order to compose.
0: I, are you saying that like him speaking to Dena is like as crazy bonkers as having a box of rotting apples?
1: I'm saying that whatever you need to inspire your art is fine. And if that's huffing rotten apple stink, or if that is huffing the perfume of love, those are equally valid ways to get inspired
0: reasonable i suppose there's uh there's certainly no harm you know having a box of rotting apples
1: i mean i guess if they started to get like fungusy you might be inhaling some bad spores at some point
0: yeah there is that there's a health issue in there somewhere but that's too complicated for right now
1: mm-hmm. for
0: right now poets rothfist gives the opportunity here to drag poets through the mud and he that's true a little bit
1: he never misses an opportunity to make fun of poets
0: like he could be making fun of any other kind of artist it could it could have been like a painter it could have been anything but no Alvaron mentioned poets
1: yes that is true so, really, Quoth is just taking the easy bait that is laid before him, and whom amongst us can resist that?
0: <laughs> I wonder if there is some significance to Alvaron mentioning poets? I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I mean, you know you know that my answer here is going to be no.
0: ok, fine. I will channel my inner Nick and say that Alvaron is secretly the poet king because he sometimes commissions poets to do stuff.
1: All right, we're putting that one on the on the Pepe Sylvia board.
0: All right, we'll have to notify Nick on upon his return. That's right. I think hey. I think that might be it for for my notes.
1: I think that's it for my notes as well.
0: All right. Well, I guess we will have to update the Pepe Sylvia board and see everyone tomorrow
1: for another page
0: of the, the wind. wind.